Welcome to the Autism and Neurodiversity Podcast. We're here to bring you helpful information from leading experts and give you effective tools and support. I'm Jason Grigla, a licensed counselor and founder of Techie for Life, a specialized mentoring program for neurodiverse young adults. And I'm Debbie Grigla, a certified life coach. And maybe most importantly, we're also parents to our own atypical young adults. Friends, hello, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. Thanks for joining us each week. Jason and I have been having a really amazing summer and busy and with work and but lots of fun trips and vacations and time with family. And the other night, like I'm big on self-care. I need seven and a half hours of sleep. People ask me if I'm a night person or a morning person. I'm just a seven to eight hours of sleep person. And I, I am so much more emotionally regulated and can perform well and, and just enjoy life more when I get enough sleep. But the other night we were having so much fun connecting with our kids and talking and interacting and bantering. And it felt so good. I did not want to go to sleep and got me really thinking about that connection, those deep connections that we've built with our kids and how for so many years we struggled with that. Have you ever struggled to connect with your neurodivergent, your autistic child, your teen, your young adult. And if you wanted that connection, but it's awkward or you, you try to connect and it just doesn't go anywhere or there's walls up. And that was many years we would struggle with that. And I want to talk about an important way that you can start to really reconnect or, or build connection in a deeper way that feels really good because building a relationship of influence is the long-term sustainable and really easiest way to support your autistic or your neurodivergent loved one and to support their development, their success, their happiness, and, and their overall sense of well-being. And just having a deeper connected relationship where you have influence in their life just feels so good. Trying to do power struggles and punish or or just give up, give in, have no boundaries does not feel good. And relationships based on power differentials really break down over time and they undermine your goals. And and relationships where you're powerless in the relationship, that breaks down. That can create all kinds of way bigger hurt down the road. So I want to offer you an approach to practice that's actually supportive of building connection, meaningful connection. And I think we all want that, right? We all intend to do that. But what will happen, and this is where we get derailed, you, your child, your teen, your young adult, they say something or they do something that is less than desirable, okay? And we immediately see that or experience it and we're like, this is bad. This is not okay. This is wrong. And feelings of frustration will just bubble up so quickly. And then what often happens is one of two things when we get frustrated. We either go very hands-off and kind of give our power away with a triggered nervous system survival threat response of freeze, flight, or fawn, where like flight, like where we just avoid and won't even, like we ignore the problem 
or we freeze up and we just spin in anxiety and stress and worry, but don't really ever address the problem. Or we go into a fawn response where we're just like, will people please and just allow them to to do whatever they want and be very permissive, have no boundaries or just give in, give, give them what they want or what they're demanding or whatever it might be. Or we go the other way and we go very hands-on and get very aggressive, right? And we go into fight mode where we maybe get very argumentative or lecture or we get punitive. Maybe we try to control and we just like start engaging in a power struggle. Maybe even yelling and saying really unkind things. And what happens is, is, is that when we parent from that triggered nervous system threat response, whether it's that hands-on, like hands-off, like avoidant kind of stuff, or the really hands-on aggressive stuff, we are showing up in ways that do not feel good, right? Like we're showing up as our worst self and in ways that are not helpful to the goals that we have as parents and for our kids. We show up badly and we disconnect and we damage and hurt our relationship. And over time, that decreases our ability to have influence, especially when they need it most. But that same kid, that same teen, that same young adult could show up the exact same way. And it's actually possible that instead of reacting, that you, you know, from a triggered nervous system threat response, that you actually are able to connect and see what they need and then respond in ways that are actually supportive of what they're needing or what will help them develop. And then you connect and you're building a relationship of influence that just increases over time. And this really is possible. And your child, your teen, your young adult doesn't have to behave any differently than they're already behaving. They don't have to act differently for us to be able to respond in ways that are actually supportive. When you start to realize that your reaction is not dependent on your child or your teen or your young adult, but that it's in your hands, everything starts to change. And the truth is how you react is dependent on you. And it's not fair to put it on our children, our teens, our young adults that have underdeveloped brains and are still learning skills especially our autistic and our neurodivergent ones that have extra struggles and challenges. And this is really important to get because, and really internalize this because they do, our autistic and our neurodivergents really do have extra challenges. They aren't able to regulate their nervous system as well. They're not able to manage their emotions as well. They're not able to manage their behaviors or their responses as well. And they need our modeling and our support to be able to do that and develop and to develop those skills. And if you put your ability to have a relationship of influence on them, you're pretty much screwing yourself over. And it's not fair because that's too much to ask of them. Our job is to actually help them be able to learn and grow and develop. And if we need them to be grown and developed for us to be able to have a relationship of influence, that's not going to happen. It's got to start with us. So how do you do this? It starts with having awareness and connecting to yourself. If you want to be able to have a more connected relationship with your young person, it starts with connecting with yourself. 
and getting curious about what your own triggers are. What are your patterns? What are things that you get get most frustrated about or get the most emotionally dysregulated over? And then start practicing interrupting those triggers, interrupting that pattern, and getting curious about what do you need to be able to regulate in those moments. Sometimes, like my very favorite is just a slow exhale, like deep breath in and slow exhale out. And I can just feel my body relax and it gives me a little bit of a pause so that I can kind of process what's happening and and where I'm at and where my child is at. Sometimes it's like, I need to get a drink of water or excusing yourself to go to the bathroom or take a little break. Sometimes it's looking at overall things like, are you getting enough sleep? Like I mentioned earlier, sleep is huge for me. Maybe you're hungry, right? Like what do you need to be able to emotionally regulate? And what kinds of patterns are leading to your own emotional dysregulation? And process through those negative emotions that are coming up before you just react and go into these hands-off, avoidant, or hands-on aggressive approaches. And then the second thing you do is then you can connect. Once you're emotionally regulated, you can connect to your young person and start looking at why, what's going on for them? What are they feeling and why? And what are they needing? And when you're emotionally regulated, you're much less likely to go on to that hands-off, avoid the discomfort of it all, trying to cope with it approach. You're much less likely to get really aggressive and worked up and have that adrenaline and cortisol hormones coursing through you. When you're emotionally regulated, you can actually take a hands-with approach, like holding their hand, you know, figuratively or just, you know, or maybe even literally, right? Like hands with them, being able to help them emotionally regulate, help them be able to manage their emotions and their behavior and what's going on for them from a relationship of influence where they feel safe with you and you're able to mentor them through the struggle or challenge that they're experiencing. Now you may be thinking, yeah, well, I've tried that and my this doesn't work with my kid you know, I try to be calm and I can't do it. Or, you know, I try to work with my child and they won't allow it. And what I want to offer to you, and this is coming from years of my experience, you know, I've parented six different foster kids that were abused, neglected, and neurodivergent in different ways. And my experience working with young people and the young adults that are school and working and coaching lots and lots of parents. And I, in my own parenting experience with our our five children, three adopted and two biological. And I want to offer to you that this approach is not just a one and done quick fix. Although many times it can be. I've had lots of stories and examples where it's like amazing when you try these things and like within five minutes they're calmed down and things are all good and we don't have to do all the punishing and craziness that so many other approaches take. But this, but what this approach is, is it's a, a long-term sustainable approach and it takes time. It takes time to practice your own emotional regulation and it takes time to be able to tap into what your young person needs and to learn the skills and tools and, and strategies and approaches to be able to take a hands-with approach. And this does work over time. And in fact, the, the more you work it, the easier it gets. So this isn't a quick fix in the, in the immediate, but over time, it, it is effective. And even when you make mistakes, 
you can repair. Like it will work. Sometimes it takes time, but you can repair. So it's about playing the long game and developing yourself and helping your young person develop skills. And it feels really good to connect on a deep level, on a meaningful level, and to really get your young person and to get yourself, to really understand yourself and have compassion for yourself when you're struggling. And then have compassion for your young person when they're struggling and have the capacity to have compassion for them because it's really hard to have compassion for them when you're angry and upset and really worked up and, and emotionally triggered. But when you're able to to self-regulate, it's much easier to have compassion for our young person that's struggling and give them skills. And as you develop your own skills, you become a better mentor at helping them develop their skills. So I want to offer to you that when you say yes to your young person, when you say yes to yourself, hey, I'm, I'm struggling here and leaning into that and and then being able to lean into your young person who's struggling and get really curious about yourself and your young person, things will start to open up for you in new and different ways, and you will find deeper connection. And I, I hope you try this and take a look at, at your patterns, your triggers, and what's going on for you, and see if you can't figure out maybe some ways to support yourself that will then in turn support your young person. I'm rooting for you. And know that this work, doing this work, playing the long game is worth it. And I hope you have a great week. Take care. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Autism and Neurodiversity with Jason and Debbie. If you want to learn more about our work, come visit us at jasondebbie.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-E-B-B-I-E.com. dot